everybody. I pray everybody is safe and well and blessed of God on this evening. I pray God's favor over you and your family and your household. I pray that you're strengthened and encouraged of God tonight. And I'm just so grateful to have an opportunity to share God's word with you. Can I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this evening. Lord, we thank you for your people. We thank you for this time of sharing. Lord, we even thank you for an opportunity for our own passions and our desire and our heart to run headlong into your word. Allow your word to course correct us on tonight, Lord. Take us to the place that you desire us to be. Lord, let your word be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. And God bless you. Pray God's blessing over you tonight, and I pray that you'll join us in the word. We want to talk about tonight forward relationships. We want to talk about forward relationships. Our theme for 2021 has been simply forward, and we want to talk about forward in all aspects of our life. And tonight we really want to discuss that as it relates to forward relationships or even if you want to say moving forward in relationships. Part of moving forward in relationships is leaving past relationships behind. So that will also be part of our discussion. If you want someone to be a part of what we're sharing tonight, why don't you go ahead and tag them in the comments, share this onto your personal page, share this uh, on a, in a group. Uh, let someone else know that you're being encouraged of God through the word here. And we want you to be a blessing to someone else as well. Again, we're talking about forward relationships as it relates to our theme going forward. Our scripture for this theme has been Philippians 3, 13 and 14. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. As it relates to relationships and pressing forward, it said the scripture there, the key is forgetting those things which are behind and reaching to those things which are before. 
Some people are stuck in with relationships, are stuck in relationships in terms of making decisions and going forward because they are still holding on to things from their past. You cannot embrace the newness of a new relationship until you relinquish what has been part of your past. You have to let go. Part of stepping forward is letting go. You're stepping forward into something new, but as we shared on Sunday, that also means you're leaving something behind. And sometimes our difficulty is not our desire to embrace the new. It's problems with relinquishing that which is behind us. Some of us, we don't want to get, let go of old relationships. We don't want to let go of old feelings. We don't want to let go of old emotions. And just being honest, some of us don't want to let go of old versions of ourselves. Sometimes to, to step into what God has for you in your future, you have to relinquish an old version of yourself. You have to relinquish old feelings. You have to relinquish old habits. Many of us, the reason we can't step into newness is because we're still holding on to old ideas and we're holding on to old versions of ourselves and we're holding on to old habits. Let's just be honest. Many of us, the things that we have not yet acquired is because we're yet holding on to old habits. If we were to relinquish some of our old habits that keep us in our same processes, that keep us in our same cycles, that keep holding us back from our future, if we were to relinquish some of those, we could step forward into what God desires for us and what he has for us in the future. Remember, when it comes to stepping forward into God, it's not God waiting, not you waiting on God. It's God waiting on us. God waiting on us to make the necessary changes to remove ourselves from where we are to step into what he desires us to be and desires for us to have. In relationships, I'm talking about stepping forward. You have to let go of old versions of yourself and old concepts that you have about yourself. Some of the things that you ways that you conceive yourself are no longer match up with your reality. It's not true. It's not really who you are. You have to relinquish some of the old things. I went had a doctor's appointment recently and I was talking to the doctor and I was telling him about a condition that I thought that I thought I had suffered with as a young as a young from from my youth. And the doctor said, hey, truly, have you been diagnosed with that? What are the symptoms that you've suffered with? They said, part of what you're saying is maybe just an old wives tale and you can attach that to yourself and you allow that to you to conceive yourself that way based on insufficient evidence that might no longer be, be your truth. And after doing some tests, he said, there is no proof, no evidence that you have ever had that condition. I began to think about it and I realized that I had conceived myself based on some things, on some false information, on some bad information, or at the very least, some information that had changed. That's how I saw myself. That's how I viewed myself. And as a matter of fact, it was false. It was not true. It was something that I needed to release. It was information about my past, a way that I conceived myself that I simply needed to let go. And is that is that you? Is there something about yourself, a way that you conceptualize yourself, a way it may even be a limitation, a limitation that you put upon yourself based on things that you used to you, that you can't do based on what you used to not be able to do. Maybe you couldn't do it in your past, but maybe it's, it's a new day. You're stepping into your future. You may be able to step into that thing now and you're just basing it on bad old information. Maybe you need to reimagine yourself, reimagine your future, really test the limits of what you're able to do. Test the limits of who you are. Test the limits of what God has in store for you. 
One thing I'll tell you is God is faithful. He will not suffer you to be attempted above that you're able. God will not give you more than you're able to bear. He knows how strong you are. And it's as a mantra that I tell people, and I just truly believe it, the scripture backs me up here, is that you're stronger than you think you are. So many of us, we, we conceive ourselves as weak. We conceive, we perceive ourselves as, as lacking. We perceive ourselves as insufficient, as not enough. And God says you're more than a conqueror through him that loved you. You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. He said you've yet to ask of anything in, in my name, but you ask in my name that your joy shall be full. He said if you, if you ask in my name, he said nothing shall be impossible to you. The problem is we conceive ourselves as weak. We conceive ourselves as insufficient. We conceive ourselves as lacking. And as a result of that, we put limitations and shackles on us that really do not exist. It's just like fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear. So when we operate in fear, when we operate in concepts of insufficiency, when we operate with the idea that we're not enough, that is a spirit that God did not give us. It's something that we have taken on that can be of nothing but the devil because it's certainly not of God. When we're moving forward, we have to move forward fearlessly. We have to move forward by faith. We have to move forward trusting God. We have to move forward. And the first step in moving forward is letting go. The first step in moving forward is letting go. You see what the scripture says? The scripture says it says I press toward the mark. But before it says I press toward the mark, it tells us forgetting those things which are behind. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things which are before. You have to forget that which is behind and begin to put your body in a posture to reach forward to that which is before before you can press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God. The first step in going forward is forgetting what is behind you, forgetting your past, releasing yourself of your past. Some of us, it's not that we're, we need forgiveness from other people. We need forgiveness for ourselves. You need to forgive yourself. And I, I implore somebody to do that tonight. Forgive yourself. God, he forgives you as soon as you confess it. There are many other people who've forgotten and moved on and they don't even think about it anymore. But the only thing that's holding you back is yourself. And you're holding yourself back because you have not forgiven yourself. I'm reaching out to somebody who needs to be there right now. Somebody even who has harmful thoughts about themselves. Somebody who thinks they're not enough. Somebody who thinks they're insufficient. I want to tell you, you are enough. You are special. You are God's specific, special creation. You are enough. You are sufficient. God has endowed you with everything you need to achieve everything that's coming forward in your future. You already possess it. You already have it. There are things that we have, and sometimes we don't even think what God about what God has equipped us with. But God equips us because he knows what's coming along in our journey. Remember David, when he went down to fight Goliath, he had a slingshot already with him. He didn't leave his house with a slingshot with the purpose of fighting Goliath. He did not know Goliath would be waiting for him there in the Valley of Elah. He did not know that Goliath would say such despicable things about his God that would insult him and cause him to go forward in the battle to, to be encouraged to fight this Philistine. He did not know that prior to leaving his house, but he left his house with a slingshot. God equipped him before he even left his house. What I'm telling you is God does the same with us. God equips us. God prepares us. God makes us ready, even when we don't understand why he has so equipped us, what he's making us ready for. 
the trials that you've gone through, God has been equipping you. God has been preparing you. God has been making you ready for something that is coming in your future. Your past is making you ready for your present. Your past is making you ready for your future. So don't allow anything that has happened in your past. Don't think that don't think lightly of it. Don't 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 be sorry for it. And again, forgive yourself for it, because there are things that God allowed your past to do to prepare you for your future. One thing I found out in a relationship and moving forward in relationships, and some of you may feel like you're stuck. You want to move forward into what God has for you. Let me tell you something. You know why people break up in relationships? They don't break up in a relationship because they feel the relationship is broken. Because as long as they feel like the relationship is broken, they will try to fix it. As long as they think it's something external, as long as they think it's something on the outside, we as human beings, we have a tendency to try and work on things that are broken. Some of us, we even have projects. The more broken it is, the more likely we are to adopt it. Some of you, you have junk in your house. I promise you right now, and you can just wave your hand at me. Somebody right now, you have something in your house that you haven't used for a long time. It's broken, but you said, oh, I'm going to get that fixed one day. Raise your hand. I'm guilty. You have something that you kept, you, you left it around because it's a project for you. And you said, one day I'm going to get around to fixing that thing. And that thing, for some of you, it's been weeks, months. For some, it's been years. That broken thing is still sitting in your house. You haven't worked on it. You haven't fixed it. But the reason you kept it is because you said, one day I'm going to work on that thing. One day I'm going to fix it. That's how many of us operate in relationships. We're in relationships that are broken, but we stay in the relationship because we keep saying in our mind, just like that broken thing in your attic, that broken thing in your basement, that broken thing in your garage. You keep saying one day I'm going to fix it. And I challenge you. Why not today? Why not today? Why not fix that thing today? If it's a relationship, well, sometimes it's just a matter of you reaching out to someone. Fix that broken relationship today. Sometimes it's just a matter of us being humble enough, having enough humility to say, I'm sorry. And you might say, well, I'm not the one who needs to apologize. That's what humility is about. Humility is not about correctly apportioning who's right or who's wrong. Humility is about coming forward, seeking humility in God. It's about godly humility. Saying and acknowledging that I might be wrong, that I may have been wrong and not even known how I was wrong, but not being fearful of apologizing. Bible says that we are forgiven by God as we forgive. Jesus told the disciples when asked about forgiveness, he said, how often should I give? He says, 70 times seven. You know, we should have an open heart and a mind and be willing to forgive, to reach out and say, I'm sorry, even if we don't understand the circumstances as to how we were wrong. And I even apologize even right now to anyone who's listening that I may have offended. I may have offended you and I may not have intended to. But irrespective of my intentions, I may have offended you. I may have said something. I may have done something wrong. And if you're listening, I just want to extend to you and show an example, a fourth of what I'm talking about. I apologize. I'm sorry. And I pray that you forgive me. Let's heal this relationship. But I tell you, it's not just the broken relationship. That's not why people leave when a relationship is broken. People leave when the broken relationship causes them to feel broken. And I want you to think of that. I want you to think on it and meditate it. People leave relationships that are broken when they feel like it's not the relationship on the outside that is broken. But when it seems as if the broken relationship is beginning to impact them. 
And then they look at them in the mirror and they don't see a person in a relationship that's broken. They see a person who is broken. They see a person who's at the end of their road. They see a person who feels like they cannot take it anymore. That's usually when relationships end. When somebody, sometimes it's, it's necessary. Sometimes God allows that in your life for you to reach that place of brokenness where it's not something on the outside. It's no longer a project that I can work on one day and set to the side, but it's me. And when it's you, when you feel broken on the inside, you can't set yourself to the side. You have to live with it and you feel it every day. You feel it every moment. You feel it every hour. It's something that stays with you. And then in those moments, that's when you say, This relationship is so broken that it's causing me to be broken and I have to step away. And I challenge somebody right now. You have allowed yourself to remain in a relationship that is broken to the point that now you're feeling broken. And I come to tell you, that's not how God desires that we live. We want to move forward in relationships. Some of you, you're you're no longer with the person, but you're still breaking. You're still broken because you haven't relinquished your past. You haven't let go of the old concept and perception of yourself. Some of you right now are living with the perception, not of how you conceive yourself, but how somebody else in your past conceived you, how somebody else in your past perceived you. Somebody told you that you were a player or somebody told you that that you were sad. Somebody told you that you'd never have anything. Somebody told you that you were ugly. Somebody told you you were fat. Somebody told you you would never have a relationship. And some of you are still holding on to what someone else poured into your spirit. And because they have poured brokenness into your spirit, you don't feel like you can be healed. You do not feel like you can be loved. You do not feel like that you can be successful in a relationship. Some of you have withdrawn even from the opportunities to be in relationships because you feel like you're still broken. You're still broken by your past. You're still broken by the perception that others, somebody else put upon you. And the thing about that is sometimes people, when they put a perception on you, when they call you out of your name, when they say things about you that are not in line with what God desires for you to be or desires for God to have, God desires for you to have, sometimes you hold on to it and that person has left and is no longer thinking about you. Some of them might not even remember what they said. They don't even remember what they said that broke you. They don't even remember what they said that has disabled your heart. They don't remember what they said that has caused you to put relationships and byproduct your life on pause simply because of what they said, simply because of some evil or, or side thought that they spoke to you. And you're living with a broken perception of yourself based on someone who truly did not see you. The thing about it, it reminds me, my dad often told the story of the old violin, a beautiful story. The synopsis is a story they're trying to auction the, the violin. It's old and rusty and it doesn't look like much, has dirt on it. And uh, as the auctioneer begins to offer the violin, it's it's hardly sell. Nobody's making any offers. It's, they can't hardly even sell it for $10. He's almost about to give it away. And at the point where he's about to give it away, it says the violinist grabbed it. He brushed it off a little bit, tightened up the strings and began to play beautifully upon the violin. As he began to play beautifully upon the violin, all of a sudden the offers came in. 
people began to bid up on it. It gold went higher, thousands of dollars, because of how the math and and the, and the point of the story was what what changed. They said it was the touch of the master's hand, putting being in the right hands, caused the violin to show its true value. Maybe you haven't really shown your value. Maybe you haven't really seen your own value because you've allowed yourself to fall into the wrong hands. Have you ever thought of that? You've fallen into the hands of someone who didn't appreciate your value. Someone who doesn't even know how to evaluate you. The Bible says, cast not your pearls before the swine. The reason you don't do that is because the swine, they don't have an appreciation of pearls. They don't know what pearls are. Maybe the reason you have been in broken relationships is because everybody who has evaluated you, everybody that you've been with, couldn't really see you. They didn't really know who you are. And maybe it's not all their fault. Maybe they didn't know who you are because you don't know who you are. You haven't gotten a true vision of who you are in God. You haven't gotten a clear perception of the value you have with God and how much God desires you, how much God loves you, how much God wants you. When they talk about the virtuous woman in Proverbs, it says the woman perceives herself, her own value, and she knows that it is good. She knows the worth of her own, her own worth. She knows her own value and she perceives it as good. That's what you have to do. You have to perceive yourself as good. You have to be able to see the goodness in yourself and not allow other people who can't see you to assess your value. Other people who don't know you, other people who can't see you for who truly God sees you. If you can't see me how God sees me, I don't need you. And I, I need you to adopt that in your spirit. You don't need relationships with people who don't see you like God sees you. If they don't see you how God sees you, they can be acquaintances, but they can't be friends. They, you can't share your dreams with them. You can't even spend time listening to what they have to say if they can't see you like God sees you. I do not have time to spend my spend my spend myself or invest my time with people who don't see me like God sees me. If you don't see me like God sees me, then you won't value me like God values me. You won't even talk to me right because you don't see me. You don't understand what God is doing in me. In fact, I'll take it a step further. I need people who don't see me for my past, but see me for the future that God has placed in me. And that's how God sees you. God doesn't see you for where you are. God sees you for what you shall be. For it does not yet appear what we shall be. But when he doth appear, we shall be like him. Reminds me when God led the, the prophet down to the valley of dry bones. Uh, God said, what do you see, prophet? He said, I see a valley and it's full of bones and they are very dry. What did God say to him? God said, I see an exceeding great army. He saw something in the bones that they did not see in themselves. He saw something in the bones that the prophet himself did not see. That's what I'm saying. If you don't see your future, if you don't see yourself or what you shall be, you have to get a vision of where you're going so that you can appreciate what God sees in you. But when God sees you, he ought to see a reflection of himself just as he breathed his breath and himself and his person into Adam. So is God's spirit abiding in you. It's something of value. It's something of worth. It's something that is special. And if somebody you are with right now, if you're in a relationship with someone right now who does not see that, 
I'm going to tell you, that's a broken relationship. And at some point, it won't be a project you can stick in your garage. At some point, the brokenness on the outside will get on the inside. It's time to get a new vision for who you are. Don't allow the brokenness in. Don't allow the fear in. Don't allow someone else's who is broken. Don't allow their broken concept of who you are to get inside your mind, to get inside your heart, to cause you to doubt who you are in God, to doubt your destiny, to doubt your purpose. You have it is time to move forward in your relationships. And part of moving forward is leaving something behind. I'll tell you, that's good evidence. Evidence that you're moving forward is that you have left some things behind. Evidence that you are truly moving forward is that you have left some things behind. If you look around and you still have all the old things from five years ago and 10 years ago and the same relationships and friends as five and 10 years ago, let me tell you something else you have. You have the same problems as five, 10 years ago. You have the same ailments as five, 10 years ago. You have the same drawbacks as five, 10 years ago. And you have the same things blocking your future now as you did five and 10 years ago. Evidence of your progress is the fact that you're going to have to leave some things behind. You're going to have to leave some things behind. So be prepared for that. I'm stepping into my future, but that means I'm leaving something. So that means I need to prepare myself, get ready for that, which I need to leave behind. Some of those things I need to leave behind are in my head. They're in my own mind. The greatest enemy to my progress is not my neighbor, is not my friend, it's me. I'm the person who stands the most in my own way. And I need to release some old concepts, some old ideas about myself. I need to let them go. I need to step into what God has for me. I need to step into the future that God has designed for me. I'm not going to allow the brokenness to get in. Don't allow the brokenness to get in. Don't allow what other people say to get into your own mind. You have to step forward in your relationships. You have to move. And sometimes people say, and it's spoken in a negative way. Sometimes people say, oh, you have come to this level and you're different. Well, on some levels, you need to be different. There are some things that you have to change. You might sometimes in changing. That means I might be happier on this level than I was on a previous level. Is that bad? Should I apologize for being happier on this level? Should I apologize for for what I had to leave behind? Remember, some people are temporary anyway. God allows temporary people in your life. And sometimes those people, they serve a purpose. And once they've served that purpose, you can't hold on to them. It's easy to easily in the educational setting. You have a third grade teacher, a fourth grade teacher, a fifth grade teacher. When you're in sixth grade, you can't say, no, I think I'm going to stick with my third grade teacher. No, there are new levels to reach. There are new there are new vistas to reach. There is a higher place that, that you're being called to. And because of that, there are certain people who are temporary. You're going to have to let go. You're going to have to release them. Praise God for them when they were in your life. Praise God for what they meant to you. But even though I praise God for you, as I celebrate what you did mean, I also have to celebrate and embrace my future, which may, may mean embracing new people, embracing new friends, embracing new opportunities. But Lord, I'm ready to leave whatever you have declared as part of my past behind so that I can reach forward for the mark of the high calling of God. And I want you to understand the word says there is a mark. There is a place. There is a setting. 
There is a vista. There is a level that God wants you to reach for. And it's higher than where you are. There's a level inside of you. There's another level in you. And I want to share that with somebody. I want you to share that with somebody else this week. There is another level in you. The reason I say that it's in you is because everything that you need, all the equipment that you need to get to that next level, God has already given it to you. God's already given it to you. That level is on the inside. All you have to do is reach forward into what God has already placed on the inside of you. I might have to leave some old concepts, some old ideas. Remember I told you I was living with that lie. I was living with that under that misunderstanding about my health situation that I thought was true. But in fact, it was a lie. I have to leave it behind so that I can step forward into what God has for me next. I have to step forward into my future. That means I have to release and relinquish some old concepts about myself. I have to release some old relationships. I have to let them go and step into what God has for me. Don't allow an old concept that you have about yourself to hold you back from your future. You know what? Sometimes people will tell you that you're dumb, that you're not smart enough. That you that you don't have enough experience, that you don't have enough education, that you don't that you haven't been in the job long enough. Sometimes people will tell you things like that and you need to let those things go. Those are old concepts. Some of those are just lies. They're straight out lies. Don't live a lie based on what somebody else told you. And definitely do not accept somebody else's deficiency. Sometimes we accept deficiencies based on other people. Somebody else might be saying um, you can't do it because they can't do it. They might be saying you can't go there because they can't go there. And because they can't go there, they're telling you you can't do it. They're saying, baby, don't try that because I tried it and I didn't reach it. Don't allow don't allow yourself to live by somebody else's limitation. Don't allow yourself to live by somebody else's deficiency. Just because they didn't make it, they shouldn't be praying that you don't make it. Just because they didn't get to that level doesn't mean that they shouldn't cheer you on to that level. I have friends that are on higher levels than I am. And you know what I do? I applaud them when they get to another level. I text them. I reach out to them and I say, God bless you, brother. God bless you, sister, for reaching another level, for going to a higher plane, to going to a higher place, for doing something greater for God, for doing something greater in your community, for doing something greater in your in your education or in your occupation. We need to have people around us who will celebrate us even when we go to levels that they cannot reach. When people, when, we're, when, they, we can, when they aspire to things that we have not even thought of, we need to be able to celebrate them. We need, we need to be able to tell them that we love them. We need to be able to tell them that we support them. We need to be able to tell them and celebrate them and be happy for them because as soon as you celebrate them, somebody will be able to celebrate you. Somebody will be there for you. So while you're out there celebrating somebody who has reached a level that you have not reached, baby, don't wait. It won't be long. Somebody will be in line to celebrate you when you go to another level in God, when you go to another level in your finances, when you go to another level in your relationship, when you go to another level in your mental health. And because many of us know that there are levels of mental health. Some of us are happy and some of us are subsisting. Some of us are surviving. But I came to tell somebody right now who's in a down place. There is another level in your mental health that God wants to take you to another place of peace, another place of joy, another level of joy in God. And allow and until then, allow the joy of the Lord to be your strength. 
knowing that he has great things planned for you. I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of good and not evil to bring you a future and a hope. God is preparing something great for you. God is preparing something next for you. And that level that we're talking about is already inside you. It's already there. So I need you to do something for me. I need you to throw away old concepts about yourself, whether you gave them to yourself or an old boyfriend, an old girlfriend gave them to you. It may have been an old guidance counselor. It may have been an old teacher who told you you'd never be anything, who told you you never, who told you you'd be dumb, who told you you'd be in jail, who told you you'd never reach another level in God, another level in education. People who told you your mom was broke, so you'll be broke. People who told you you'll never own your own home, you'll never own a new car, you'll never have a family, you'll never be married, you'll never have children, you'll never live long enough to see your grandchildren or your great-grandchildren. I need you to throw away all of those old concepts, all, all of those ideas, and remember that you are exactly who God says you are. I, I am exactly who God says I am. I have everything that God says I shall have. And I will be everything that God says I will be. I want you to embrace that tonight as you move forward in your personal relationships, understanding and appreciating your own value. I always share this, but it's the truth. Louis Vuitton doesn't go on sale. It doesn't go on sale. They don't have sales. The cost is what it is. Its value is what it is. So the price is what it is. Louis Vuitton doesn't come down to you. You have to step up to Louis. And I came to tell somebody tonight, that's who you are. You're Louis Vuitton. You're valuable. Your value does not change just because the right person hasn't stepped to you yet. Just because you haven't been in a relationship yet where somebody really appreciates your value. They don't see the jewel that's on the inside of you just because they don't see it yet. Don't put yourself on sale. Don't sell yourself short. You're just as valuable on the shelf. If nobody ever picks you up, you're still valuable. You're still worthy. Don't allow anybody to try and attempt to diminish your value. You know what that is? That's a sales tactic. When you go to the car, when you go to the car dealer, you do it yourself. They're trying to sell you their car, so they're boosting up the value. Oh, it has leather seats. Oh, it has four-wheel drive. Oh, it has this. It has that and that. And you know what? You're the one depreciating the value. You're like, well, it's not the color I like. Well, it's not the model I wanted. Well, it costs a little more than I wanted to pay. Can you imagine someone doing that to you in your life? There are people like that who are trying to sell you short, who are trying to diminish your value who are trying to tell you you're not worth everything that God says you are. Don't allow those words to penetrate your heart. Don't allow broken people to break you. And don't allow broken relationships inside your heart, inside your mind, and inside your spirit. You're simply Louis Vuitton. You're more valuable than that. Can I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this, your people. Lord, we pray that the words that we've spoken on tonight, your word has come to encourage them, has come to strengthen them, has come to fortify their mind. Lord, as we move forward in our relationships, let us not be stuck with old stigmas that we got in elementary school, things that relatives said, things that teachers said, things that guidance counselors said, 
things that old ex-boyfriends and ex-girlfriends told us, things that people who left us behind, supervisors who laid us off and jobs that let us go. Lord, do not allow the brokenness of those situations to get in our heart and our mind. Lord, we are everything that you said we are. We have everything that you said we have, and we shall be everything that you said we shall be. Help us to adopt that mindset in our spirit as we move forward to the level that you have placed on the inside of us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Remember what I told you. You have another level. And because God has already equipped you, that level is on the inside of you. You have another level in you. All we have to do is reach out and attain the level based on what God has already given us. Step out by faith. Trust what God said, not what others said. And believe that he'll make a difference in your life. I pray that you be and live and think forward and blessed. God bless you. I hope and pray that each of you were touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Giveify. Download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line. And in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift.